I'll know when you ask me what it is. Okay, that's a cautious, learned response to a question. <laughs> so I've been trying to come up with a word, a single word or a short phrase to describe Connor McDavid. And I've chosen transcendent, and I use it quite often. But even that word is somehow not quite enough. So in the next seven days, if I asked you to come up with a McDavid word that was unique and not used normally among media to describe him, would you take at that task? Uh, well, I'd say in seven seconds, mercurial, but uh, uh, you have to actually watch mercury in action. I mean, that word is maybe overused, but he fits it. It's his, his speed and... and Ability to change direction uh, is so incredible at uh, top speed. Uh, it's uh, it can be breathtaking. He, he he, you know the pass he made to Nuge, the pass he made to Hyman, and then he does this thing where you go, if only I could get rid of that guy checking me, and then he does. He darts one way, and then he turns his back, and he's gone. And it's it's like a like you see it in basketball a lot, but but mm-hmm. on the ice, it's like it's hard to do, and it's really hard to defend and. And he's like, I don't know how his knees do that. Yeah, or he steals the puck off the guy first, and then <laughs> does those other things you described, where he, you know, he's because he's he's fantastic in uh, puck battles and board battles. Uh, he wins. He wins. It seems like to me a large majority of those where he comes away with the puck, or the others do. And you know, it's it's uh, amazing to watch. He's a very strong player, and. Uh, uh, not afraid to dish it out from time to time. He's becoming more progressively uh, physical as his career has advanced. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, thoughts on Connor Bedard? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, he gave us a quick demonstration of uh, what he's about in that uh, uh, in that play where he got behind the defense and there was a great pass up from young Alex Blasic um, who had a fine game I thought and uh, he went in he got behind the uh, boost but Ekholm came over and he just tucked the puck right inside uh, 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 what some people call the attack triangle of, of uh, Ekholm which is sort of the triangle between his feet skates and his uh, stick he got the puck inside of that. A lot of players don't really like to go there. They get beat when they get in there, but he's so fast. He got the puck in there, he changed the angle, and just snapped it really inside the post. I mean, you are asking who is he comparable to. I mean, I'm thinking of a young Mike, Mike Bossy, mm. who was not a first overall pick, but, man, could he ever fire that pill. And uh, <laughs> very, very accurate and great release and, uh, you know, pretty tricky. And he's also got this stuff that he's done three times now where he, or he steals the puck by basically uh, let, almost laying the stick down but using the very very heel of the stick, what I call the hosel, where it joins with the shaft, to not only check the guy but actually chip the puck back towards himself. And when he succeeds at that, the other guy might as well go and buy popcorn because he's gone and out of the play. <laughs> but now he's going to do something. And he tried that last night in Boosh. I think it was Boosh that stopped him. Uh, but just the attempt, just the audacity. I remember watching 17-year-old Wayne Gretzky, and it was the audacity of some of the things he tried that didn't work. And I think, geez, I'm just amazed he's thinking like that. Uh, when he gets a little stronger, he might be able to make that cut that he 
an impossible cut that he tried, and uh, sure enough, anyway, uh, not saying that artist Gretzky or any of these guys, but of the, of the uh, greats that I remember breaking into the league, uh, that sniper Mike Bossy that scored 53 as a rookie was, uh, and just kept doing it, was, uh, uh, I think that's, uh, that's a nice comp, at least to start with to me. Bruce McCurdy, our guest from the Cult of Hockey, using an old-timey word, hosel, and I know that there'll be several people on the way to Urban Dictionary and come up with some horrible, horrible meaning for it, but <laughs> until then... It's a golf term. Sure. It's a hosel of a golf club. Bruce, I've been there. I, I know the terms mean one thing, but as soon as you <laughs> say them, they're going to go and make it into something else on us. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, 11-3-0 after whatever it was, 2-9-1, and um, if, 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 if I didn't see it, I would not have believed it. This, this is like the tale of two teams and coaches and luck avenues and everything. And yet we did see it and they're all the same people on both teams. What, what, a, what an incredible year we've seen already. Yeah. Well, when there were like, <clears throat> two, two nine and one at uh, decision time on on Woodcock. Let's remember he won his last game, and uh, there were signs in that game a really nice win at Seattle that they were uh, uh, getting together a little bit. But then uh, uh, new coach had a three game losing streak, and they gave him seventeen goals right in uh, in Tampa, Florida, and Carolina. Uh, three empty netters, mind you, had 17 goals in three straight games. Well, the other 10 games he's coached, they've also given him 17 goals total. Uh, and that's pretty good. <laughs> so w- when we look at this team now, Bruce, one of the things that, that I think that, that Coach Knobloch will have had a chance to do is we're kind of evaluate this team and he's you know, he's using it in a particular way. The six defensemen stay the six defensemen. Uh, he's got something uh, close to a rotation that's working for the goaltenders. Uh, he did give Skinner a game off, and Skinner wasn't busy, but he did play well. There was a flip last night where Leon Dreisaitl took over Ryan McLeod's line mates. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on that? And I know that Scotty Bowman used to do that all the time, where if he yeah. didn't feel like there was a, somebody running hard, he would just replace them in the middle of the game. Are are we at a point now where we're about to see Knobloch do more of that, or do you think he's pretty close to having the lineup he wants, and he's just trying to jumpstart a few players, and that's a way to do it? Well, the one thing you don't want to do is mess with the first line at all, because they're absolutely crushing it. They're crushing every opponent that they play. So to say, well, we need Nuge down with Leon and fix Leon's drive. Well, no, we don't. Uh, Oilers won the last eight games in a row, so even with whatever deficiencies you might think they have, they're doing all right. Uh, don't mess with that first line. Uh, I would say don't mess with that fourth line. I'm loving it. Uh, uh, my colleague David Staples calls them the three wise men. And, uh, and Hamlin being a younger version of Derek Bryan. But anyways, it's, uh, uh, I'm enjoying them. Uh, uh, but flipping the second and third lines and maybe... Uh, Fogel for Brown, for instance, uh, would be a change that uh, that makes sense. Like Brown and Yanmark flanking uh, 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 Brian McLeod, that would be the closest thing to the, the zero line since the zero line out in Anaheim there. Remember <laughs> 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 yeah, those guys? Sammy Paulson, Travis Moan, guys like 
Do you do you think um, when Dylan Holloway comes back, is it is it possible he goes to Bakersfield? Because I I don't know. I I mean, you could send down you know a player, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get in the lineup. Who would you take out? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, well, I, I guess I mean the odd man out already is clearly Adam Ernie. He hasn't played for a while. Uh, he's the 13th forward, and the thing is, they're close enough on the cap that I'm not. I have to dig in and see where Holloway's falls. But if salary comes in, that's a little bit too much. I have to send two guys out to make room for it. I know that would be the case with Jack Campbell, which is one of the reasons I'm sure they're reluctant to uh, do anything too quickly. Uh, one of several reasons, but uh, otherwise, I mean, a week in the AHL wouldn't probably hurt him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hurt in the first game like he did last year, I guess. But you know, there's no that's just totally random. Bruce McCurdy, our guest, called to hockey at the Edmonton Journal. Um, how many how many goalies in this organization would you start in an NHL game ahead of Jack Campbell right now? Uh, well, I think three. Yeah. And uh, if, uh, I mean, Pickard, I mean, he, he passed a big test here. He passed a big test here the other day, and uh, 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 I just got, I'm sitting on a park bench in beautiful Oakmont, partway through my walk, talking to you, expecting no, uh, I had a passerby with an aggressive dog. <laughs> <laughs> Now, back to Olivier Rodrigue, still on task here. Uh, I, what is he now, 23 years old? Mm-hmm. How old was Andy Moe when they called him up? He was, you know, yep. uh, they've given this guy, he's in his fourth fourth year. He's where Steve Skinner was two years ago when Skinner got uh, 13 games with the Oilers. Uh, and it, all he's been doing is stopping pucks. He had a great finish the last season. He had a great, you know, every game, like 930, 950. Uh, and it seems like uh, uh, he keeps being the odd man out because, you know, they got a Jack Campbell game. So I'll give the prospects some games, or maybe even give him a game up here in Edmonton, see how he does. So are you are you by the rink? I am. Okay, I know exactly where you are. I love that spot. It's one of my favorite spots. Mm-hmm. There you go. Soccer field in front of it, from where I'm sitting at the south end of it. Some, if you sit there long enough, a bunch of dogs will come by and say hi to you. Yeah, one just did. Yeah. I know, but you, it, se- it seemed like you were having trouble with him. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> His owner was, and slippery out here, so she was kind of getting skidding along. So. Okay. Well, I'll, if you stay there long enough, I'll send Ziggy to say hi to you. How's that? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, it's normally pretty quiet here, especially at this time of day when you're out here, you're at work. So, you know, no loud noises. You know. <laughs> <laughs> McCurdy, thank you. Have a good one.